Hello, everyone, and welcome to an exclusive interview with the CEO and founder of the travel app called Navi Savvy, a place where users can post up to three clips per location in exchange for $1 per clip. Sounds too good to be true, right? Well, today in this video, we are going to be diving deep into the questions, getting down to the bottom of this. Is this part of what you do all the time? You're always traveling? Do you have like a, like a main base where you're, you go back to or? I'm born and raised from Nebraska. So I grew up in a little town of like 700 people. Okay. Uh, it was nothing going on there. And I went to college in Nebraska as well, but I got an internship with The Late Show with David Letterman. So I moved to New York City and I stayed there for about 17 years. So I was actually traveling and New York was my home base. At that time, I was working for a record label, being the head of video content. So I was constantly flying around, directing, producing music videos, tours. I'm doing a lot of the international expansion for the label and a few of our artists. And yeah, so it was a definitely fun time. I kind of got my jump start of traveling through that. And then, yeah, and then I switched to um, a, a separate record label that was actually based out of Canada. So I was working with a company up there. And so I worked remotely. So I started working and traveling all the time. And then I was in New York City for the pandemic. And by the end of 2020, I was like, I'm done. Screw this. <laughs> like, I'm out. So I rented out my apartment in Chelsea that I'd lived in for a decade. And yeah, I gave it all up. And I moved all my stuff to my parents' house in Nebraska. So home base is literally home, home. So yeah, and we're about five hours from any major airport. So getting home is probably harder for me than it is for me flying New York to Dubai. Like it takes yeah. about the same amount of time. Because even yeah. if I land like a major, like uh, New York to Denver, it's still a five hour drive if I can't get a little puddle jumper. <laughs> so oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's an adventure in itself. <laughs> So how long have you been living this digital nomad life? Yeah, full time since January 2021. So a full two years now. That's wow. And, and how's it going? Do you see this going on forever? And <laughs> I keep getting older and nothing changes. I figured I'd outgrow this at some point and be tired of traveling. And I do hit my own like kind of mini brick walls at some point. So it's kind of like, you know, I have a like three, four months. I kind of hit that like. Okay. I haven't been home and I just need like my conveniences. Like I want to watch on Netflix what is in the US region, not in what the region I'm staying in that doesn't have all my programs, you know, like random yeah, stuff yeah. like that. The convenience of like, I know it sounds so crazy, but like Tex-Mex food, like little things that you can't get anywhere else in the world. If I mean, outside of being in, you know, South or Central America, but there's these little cravings you have. And then there's kind of just this nestling feeling that you know you miss your family and my grandma she's still kicking and driving she's 97 like so and my sister she's got three kids and my parents as well and that's the tough part is like you know but when I lived in New York I only went home about twice a year anyway so it's kind of like that exact same life but without the New York home base <laughs> so, but yeah I, I don't foresee it ending and I enjoy this lifestyle until it, you know, I burn out, I guess. And I, unfortunately, I work hard and play hard and I, I'm very all or nothing. So I basically will be partying three days. And then like the last three days, I haven't left pretty much the house. I've worked for 18 hour days, three hour days. Like just, you kind of go through those ebbs and flows, but it's, it's also kind of part of the process. You know, I think it's really hard to go out and today we're going to do a full tour of the city and we're going to see everything. That's like, 
there's an extent of that when you're on limited time, but when you're in a location for a month, I kind of like it to naturally come to me and my interests. And I could be having coffee. I should take a coffee bar at you know 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. And before you know it, I'm at a nightclub somewhere with a bunch of locals till six in the morning. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. that's just kind of how my life operates. So I don't want to like stifle those and say, you know, tomorrow I need to work. And I just kind of let the fun take me where it takes me. And then I need those down days anyway. So that's kind of my balance right now. But obviously when Navi Savvy, we have busy seasons too. And sometimes that's, I just poke my head back in my parents' house and don't come out for like a month. And (laughs) I get a lot of stuff done then, but you know, after a month, I'm, I'm about ready to leave there too. So (laughs) <laughs> That's so, so interesting. I, I'm so fascinated by your lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're you not know? the only people are like, how are you literally you were in Las Vegas, like in the January of this year, I was in Las Vegas, ended up in last minute in LA and then something spur on the moment within 24 hours said, you know what, Wi-Fi tribe is doing Cape Town chapter this month, like, so within 24 hours, luckily, all I had with me is my passport. I just was like, I think I want to go to Cape Town. I had no <laughs> pack except for 10 days for Las Vegas and LA for like New Year's Eve. Like I'm talking over the heel knee high boots and dresses. And here I am. I took my passport and found a flight 24 hours, LA to London, an hour layover in London to Cape Town, completely covering my 24 hours of my birthday. And I arrived there. I had nothing that I went to I went to Goodwill and bought one pair of shorts and some flip flops <laughs> before I arrived and yep been winging it since and then mm-hmm. I decided I was going to go to Victoria Falls and and Zambia and Botswana on safari and then why not go to Lesotho if I'm down here and Eswatini and Mozambique and then I saw they were doing a chapter in Goa so I was like you know what why not I'm gonna go to Goa well I just had a passport so I didn't have any visa or anything and. So I flew from Durban to, um, this was just last week, yeah, all last Friday, actually, Friday night. I flew from Durban to Dubai, uh, Dubai to Oman, and I've never been to Oman. So I had a three-hour layover, and I'm like, this is like very risky, but I just kind of want to, I'm a bit of a country counter, and that would be country 110 for me at that time. So I was like, so I ran out the door uh, through customs, took me an hour and I got in a taxi and I said, drive me around for an hour on all the sites and then drop me off back here. And I rushed back through security and I barely made my flight, but yep. Oh so that's kind of traveler I am, you know, just why not? There's always another flight, so. <laughs> yeah, I love that mentality. Wow, 100 countries, Jesus. Yeah, 111 now. Go, um, India was my 111th, so. Okay. Ugh keep checking the box. So (laughs) while we're on that topic, any like all-time favorites uh, in terms of countries? I think you can list three, maybe (laughs) just. They're they're all very different for different reasons, but you know, is a country in in general, Chile was amazing because I spent about six weeks there and did everything from going to Patagonia you know, hiking icebergs and, you know, in Patagonia, then going to the Atacama Desert. And then I flew out to Easter Island. And, you know, it was just like, holy shit, one country has this much diversity in it. It was, it was really amazing. Like that was one place that, and it was easy to get around. People were wonderful. Like it's a place I would easily go back to and sit for a couple months at a time. Another place would be uh, Myanmar, former Burma. 
I went right as tourism opened and to see a country that has not had tourism in almost a hundred years and to see how welcoming the people are, they literally just want to talk to you and welcome you and offer you coffee in their house. And, you know, it's like, all right, I understand you're new to tourism. You can charge me for this. I'm okay with that. You know, like, but they just have such good hearts and everybody wants a picture with you. And I remember being in the market and these, I was all of a sudden feel this like little grab and I kind of freaked out and people were holding their babies up to touch my blonde hair. So wow. like at the market and babies were, <laughs> it's like, okay, wow. Yeah. And then I don't know, there's some countries that, I mean, I used to live in Denmark and Denmark kind of has my heart for, you know, I love that kind of European bicycle vibe and, you know, it's kind of one of those, I'll give Europe kind of its own little, vibe but especially scandinavian countries they they kind of have my heart <laughs> i'm so envious of you <laughs> it's amazing i guess uh i still have a lot of traveling left to do that's for sure yeah, yeah but uh you've got plenty of time like you know i had not even been on an airplane until my like 20 years old and just kind of caught this bug and my problem is as you can see with nabby savvy is when i have an idea or i have something in my mind i just will not let it go and that's kind of how i've turned out on these these countries it's kind of like all right when this close why i could get saudi arabia from here and then i was like you know i'm close to sri lanka and then i could go to you know it's just like yeah the my oyster. and crazy you know, I, traveling yeah. like how yeah. how you discover how accessible everything is like it just opens up so many doors yeah. And especially if you meet like-minded people, you know, I travel with a lot of uh, digital nomads as well and have a pretty tight knit community worldwide, regardless, just from the industry that I've been in and kind of got friends that you'd be surprised. I was randomly somewhere in, I don't know, Georgia and Tbilisi and crossed over with friends. Like it happens all the time. So the world is very small once you get to start branching out and get to see what's out there. So yeah, yeah, totally. Like during my travels, I wasn't even supposed to go to Laos to begin with. Yeah. Oh, really? I was just in North Thailand and everyone was like, yeah, our next destination is Laos. And I started looking into it. And I'm like, damn, that looks really fun. So <laughs> why not? You know, and I'm, you know, I'm a I'm... bit of a, a jumper. Like I like to see a little bit of everything and then decide where I want to go back. Like, yeah. You know, because there's always going to be those destinations, but I, I don't know. I like to flavor all the ice cream. I get 10 scoops versus just four scoops of one flavor. So <laughs> that's just my travel style for now. So maybe when I slow down, I'll just remember which which beach I like the best and go sit on that one for a couple, couple months at a time. <laughs>